0: Hey, this is TJ Perkins, and you're listening to ROH Cast by ROHWorld.com.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of ROH Cast. My name's Harry. I'm the um, web designer and co owner of ROHWorld.com. Once again, I'm here with Stephen, who's the other co owner and the editor of the website.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: And John, who's someone who writes the odd article for us who doesn't show up to podcasts.
0: It's good to be back.
1: Uh, this week we've got a a few topics to discuss we're going to run through the November 12th SPG TV show we're going to preview Gloria Barana 10 and then do the latest Ring of Honor news and some listener topics Uh, we're going to begin by talking about the latest TV show Uh, as usual it started with a recap of last week's main event um, which looked suspiciously good um, as if they'd used a different match to show because I remember that main event being pretty bad (laughs) <laughs> the recap looked quite good, to be honest. Um, actually, but, before we go maybe on, I just show go on.
2: These, maybe they should just show the recaps instead of the actual matches.
1: <laughs> just for that one, especially. <laughs> but um, before we start, like John, what did you think of last week's show? Because I know you
0: weren't on the um,
1: podcaster. Did you agree with our sort of negative look overall? Or?
0: Yeah, I thought it was probably, if not the weakest, one of the weakest shows they've done so far. Mm. Like the main event just wasn't main event quality. Just it just seemed weird having Alexander and Cedric uh, Alexander and Caprice Coleman thrown in there like that against Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. It just it was just underwhelming, is what it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, the opener for this week's show was the Young Bucks versus the Bravados. Uh, good uh, reaction for the Bravados. Uh, they got some good chance going throughout the match. Um, some good heel heat as well on the Young Bucks. I thought this was a really good um, fast-paced opener, but I would have liked sort of quick promos by both teams at the start which is something they often do for matches just to sort of give it some sort of meanings to why they're wrestling they just sort especially, of
2: especially for the books as well because I know that they sort of explain why they're you know why they're controversial the handshake thing but yeah yeah I think they if they'd they given them a, you know a bit of promo time before I think they could have really got that over and that really just really 30
1: seconds it. of them talking backstage before yeah, the match yeah, just to yeah. because they just sort of had a random match sort of it would have added more to it if there was some sort of backstory little promo yeah so. I think
2: so and just a quick thing about the start. I don't know if you noticed, but they uh, they botched Nigel's name on the graphic again. At the again,
1: start. yeah, they missed out one of the ends. Yeah, terrible. And
2: the, the one of the chants during the match. I don't know if any of you heard it, but they were chanting, "Hey, Matt Hardy, you suck." Uh, um. Oh, what's he? Is he Nick or Matt? No, he's Matt. Yeah. Like Matt Jackson. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you actually look at him, he does look a little bit. A like little bit. Matt Hardy. Yeah, I can <laughs> see why they'd say that. Yeah. Thought, yeah just well, with
1: that's a hell of a lot more, more talent and not as fat. Yeah, <laughs> without a
2: drug problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: the Young Books got the win here when they hit their tag team finisher. More bang for your book, I believe it's called. And afterwards, they uh, didn't uh, adhere to the Code of Honour and refused to shake hands, getting a good uh, negative reaction from the crowd.
2: The providers were almost like a face team as well. I don't yeah. know if it was just because they were, they were wrestling the books, but they got lots of support from the crowd, which I thought was a bit surprising because you know over the last few months, have sort of cheated to win and they've been, you know, mm. sort of... Uh, you know that the crowd hasn't really been behind them, but um, you know I know we've said before on the podcast how much you know that they've, they've improved, and I thought once again they they uh, they did really well. And- yeah. Yeah, well, I was even, impressed. I, Kevin Kelly
0: said that you know the Baratos have improved so much in 2011. If they continue this, they will be tag champs in 2012. Do you think there's any chance of that whatsoever? No, no, <laughs> no. See
2: that happening I'd, I'd be all. surprised if we actually see them much in 2012 because. I mean, recently they've just been sort of losing to everybody, haven't they? It's just, I, I I'm not really sure why, because I think, as we said, you know, they've really improved and
0: and it's uh, a, they got a good gimmick. I, I enjoy watching them. They're, they're a fun team to watch.
2: Yeah, I mean, their gimmicks are a bit goofy, but a I, I think it's works, yeah. But so I've he's always just, been a
0: fan of like, the goofier gimmicks. That's probably why I.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Ring doesn't. I mean, you got a like Generico. Apart from him, you haven't really without Cabana. There's no real like goofy sort of comedy character. So mm. I think the providers have got sort of you know a spot in there, especially in the tag team division. But um, yeah, it seems that like they're sort of sort of at the, at the bottom of the pile now, really.
1: I'd like to see them stick around because I think they're a good team to have. <laughs> I mean, they're a lot better than Coleman and Alexander from last week. Um, but yeah, the they're definitely. Well, I actually
2: I watched. Uh, what DVD was? It? Oh, it was Tag Team Turmoil from a uh, from a few months ago,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, Alexander and Coleman had a really good match with Future Shock.
1: Oh, uh, so perhaps it was, it, was it was just a bad night. Yeah, it was the opener,
2: opening match. And it was really good about fifteen minutes long, and it was really really good. They, you know, they looked they looked really impressive. So I think it was just that match. I don't think uh, Hart and Benjamin were did much of their, you know, their style. They're, they're sort of similar to to uh, to Future Shock, really. They're quite fast paced wrestlers, and. Uh, mm. So I can see why they've brought them in because I think they'll definitely do well, and the, the crowd re- were getting really behind them in that match. So yeah, yeah I, I don't think their, their opponents sort of helped them, and the, uh, the commentary didn't either. <laughs> yeah, burying them on the commentary.
0: Yeah, and the uh, yeah, and the Bucks and the uh, young the young Bucks and the providers scholars just match really well. They're both like the high yeah. high like tag teams who just like, fly all over the place. It was just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But are the young Bucks are they under a Ring of Honor contract? Like, do they have a contract? or Are they just? Uh,
1: I don't think they do. I'm not sure about
0: that. The only reason I ask because, uh, like last week, there was a, uh, Chikara I pay per view in El Generico because he's under contract, couldn't appear on it. He appeared on yeah. the pre show, and the Young Bucks actually appeared on the, oh. itself. So, like in the opening match. So I was wasn't sure like if they have a different contract that allows them to work this, or if they're not even under contract. Because I, I, be so. I think having, I think having the Young Bucks on under contract would be huge for Ring yeah. of Honor.
1: They could be brought up as a major team in 2012, and I could see them getting the um, tag team titles in the future.
2: Because mm, they haven't featured that much, have they? I mean, they no. They haven't been a you know, permanent sort of on every show, so perhaps that's that, probably why.
1: Perhaps that's why because they haven't got contracts, so they don't want to over promote them or something. Yeah. Without having definitely. like guarantee yeah. their stick yeah,
0: around. But, but it seems just weird that they keep giving them wins over like the established tag teams as well if they're not even under contract. they so, like, mm. I, I think they could be like major players like in ring of honor because they're one of the you know most popular tag teams like independent or you know not independent tag teams in the in the world mm. it is based on all the exposure they gotten and i think it'd be huge ring of honor to have like the ex- like not the exclusive rights but uh having like first dibs on them like to do with like all the other wrestlers
1: yeah um after this week's opener we got to a in-ring promo segment where kevin kelly introduced wrestling's greatest tag team um I think we spoke about this before, where Cornette would do these sort of promos. I'm not sure why Kevin Kelly was there, to, to be honest. Do you agree with that? It just felt like he was just sort of standing there holding the mic. Like
2: <laughs> That's what Cornette normally does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: wrestling's great tag team could have just come out themselves yeah, he held, and just they
2: held
0: their own
1: mics. I don't yeah, they, they, had, they, own don't own they
2: have some sort of arm problem where they can't hold microphones, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like against their contract. Yeah, like... they're not allowed to, to hold items. I don't
1: know. <laughs> Well, they're too busy holding the belt. Perhaps I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought their promo was okay. It was a lot better than some of their recent ones where we've commented on. Um, I thought it was okay. Nothing like amazing. Yeah, it but was okay. It, was it wasn't okay. as just... dreadful as the couple of weeks ago. The problem backstage. is their
2: promos. Every single one is basically them saying the same thing. At it's least
1: just... they didn't say that's what he said. Like they didn't do that <laughs> this week.
2: No, but every <laughs> single. It seems every single week they come out do a promo, and it's just they might as well have just take one promo and just put on every single show, because they're basically, it's basically the same thing every week, and it's just... I just don't see why why they're out there. It just... I, I'm glad that, you know, on Express came
1: out. Oh, he spoiled it. I was just about to say that.
2: Got... Uh, <laughs> but that, that that's, I think that was the only positive from that segment, because I think ANX have been short-changed on the
1: yeah, it's good that they're brought to the spotlight and basically saying, you know, don't forget us. We've beat the Briscoes many times. Didn't yeah. mention the Ladder War by name. I think that's like
2: Kevin Steen. I
1: think just, that's like Kevin Steen now. They can't actually mention the Ladder War. Like, Death Before the Sun had just never happened. You know, just forget about it. I know,
2: it's, it's, it's baffling. I don't know why, because I don't know if they, they don't want to sort of disgrace the Briscoes by saying, you know, Annex sort of won the, the feud-ending match, yet yeah, the Briscoes are still getting a, a shot at the biggest show of the year, I mean, I thought that would sort of, wouldn't make sense.
1: Yeah, no, but the, the Briscoes did, <clears throat> did beat them last, uh, a couple of weeks ago, so, which yeah. were, was the title shot, so.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they came out, and to be fair, what they said was true, you know, every time we see the Briscoes, they're moaning about, uh was well, great, I and mean, every time we hear from them, they're moaning about the Briscoes, so, yeah, and you know, per- personally, I'd, I'd probably say, all night, should should be winning the bouts this weekend, but I don't think they will, but, no, it, uh, you know, I think they've definitely earned uh, their right to be up there with the with the other teams.
1: It looks like you know they're going to be the next team, sort of perhaps normal contenders after this um, wrestling's greatest tag team Briscoes feud has ended. Perhaps.
0: Yeah, but it seems like the Night Express need to have another feud right now, other than just being in limbo between where they were and yeah. where they were going to be, because like, it seems like if they had the Young Bucks in permanently, they could have that feud, but. It doesn't seem like they're using Future Shock as the uh tag team that they need to be. Like I think a Future Shock on Night Express would be good for both teams. It'd result in really good matches, I think, and it would really uh, just I think it'd just be a good feud and I just don't like the way they keep they keep on breaking up uh Adam Cole and uh Kyle O'Reilly, like on every show. I just think they need more tag team matches together. Mm. Yeah.
1: Uh, We then got to this week's Inside ROH segment, which was split into two parts once again. The first was um, really good, probably the highlight of the show once again. was sort of like a recap of Kevin Steen's actions. It showed um, the turn on Generico at Final Battle. Uh, Then it showed, was it his match with uh, Generico at the Final Battle the year after as well? They recapped some of the feuds, then showed his return at Best in the World. And they showed the bit at Death Before Dishonour as well, I think. I hope I got that right. And um, they basically showed everything that Steen's done in the past sort of year or so. And it really sort of gave some context to this whole Steen storyline for some, you know, viewers who won't have seen all of this. So what did you think of the first half of the segment?
0: I thought it was very well done. It was you know, one, of the best, uh, one of the best video packages I've seen Ring of Honor do in a long time. Mm. It, it just told everything, like, new viewers need to know. And it, and it just did a great job of explaining who Steen is, why he did what he did. Uh, Steve Carino's role in it. Yeah. Elgin role in it. Just did a perfect job summing up the last basically two years of Kevin Steen and Ring of Honor. Mm. What he said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to see them do an Inside ROH on the lawyers, you know? How do they. <laughs> they
2: showed them. Unfortunately, they, they didn't have close ups of their.
1: Not their expressions, right. but. They were on the show. Hopefully, they'll uh, pull some faces on uh, a couple of weeks' time or something. Uh, We then got to the second half of the segment, which was promos by Jay Lethal and Mike Bennett about uh, continuing their rivalry over the TV title. Bennett was saying that he's the real TV champion and he's going to give Lethal a a rematch. Is that right? Um, Yeah.
2: They're they're building up to... To final battle
1: aren't they yeah, well yeah we, we said that for a while i can see bennett getting the belt personally but um i thought this was good promos it just keeps the rivalry going you know they didn't have time to give either um wrestler matches so they give them both promos talking about one another it just continues the rivalry and uh gives gives more focus on bennett so um what did you think
0: I yeah i mean Bennett's, oh go on i thought bennett was hilarious saying how he uh like needs to cho- gets to choose the ref this time, and he choose uh, chooses Brutal Bob to be the ref. We even said that, that last time. Uh, yeah,
2: I think if you, find, if you listen back to last week's podcast. I, I think you'll you'll find me saying that Brutal Bob should be the referee. So... <laughs> and then like immediately afterwards,
0: Kevin Kelly's like, "There's literally no chance of that happening." <laughs> that just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like honest, it. I like the way he didn't did really take much. Season.
2: Season. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, I wasn't going to say anything of substance, I was just going to say, it, it, it didn't take much time, but they, as you say, it continued the feud, and it, it kept it relevant, and both guys sort of, um, you know, continued with what, what they've been saying, and uh, yeah, it, it keeps it interesting, and I thought Brittle Bob was, was absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, you know, his great expressions, and holding that cigar, cigar perfectly well, and you know, it was a great, I did luck to the segment. Uh, we then had... Uh Nigel and Kevin Kelly at ringside who were previewing tonight's main event but they were interrupted by Steve Carino who asked for just a quick time to sort of explain himself he he basically wanted to speak to Jim Cornette who hadn't been returning his calls or his emails and wanted to speak with him for five minutes and said he had a solution to the uh, Kevin Steam problem um, if you've read the spoilers or heard them heard us um, talk about them last week I think you know what that solution is but uh, we'll move on for those who uh, don't want to know what's going to happen Um perhaps will be announcing this match next week or the uh, week after. I think I might have sported it there by mistake, but anyway. <laughs> i
0: will tell you what happens, but it's probably going to happen in the next few weeks.
2: Is it, isn't it Steve Curnow against Jim Cornette?
0: Oh, y- yes, definitely.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> loser gets their head shaved. On the ball match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Vince Russo is um, stepping step into the podcast there. Um, anyway, So it's it, not
2: done, after all. It's... Oh. <laughs>
1: We then got to the main event of this week which was the House of Truth, Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong. versus the American Wolves, David Richards and Eddie Edwards. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to see this match because I've had so much uni work to do recently. Um, John, have you been able to see it? Because I know there was problems with the um, premium feed, the um, Ringsider membership.
0: No, I haven't had the chance to see this either. They only uploaded only what 26 minutes of the show and it's usually 15 minutes, so I haven't got the opportunity to see it either.
1: However, I believe uh, Stephen, via uh, means that we're not going to mention, has seen the show. So um, this this falls on you to recap the main event. I'm afraid.
2: I think first off we should say that I think it's quite bad that Ring of Honor have uploaded a show that's literally half half completed, and they've been told they've been saying for like the last three days that they're, they're looking into it. Yet they've not actually rectified it. Considering I mean, people yeah. pay
1: for this service and it took them two yeah, days I mean, to fix it, is really it's bad.
2: Because I remember some. Somebody about three days ago tweeted to them and they said, oh, we're looking to fixing the problem.
0: Mm. Then
2: I, I tried yesterday and it was still the same. And uh, someone tweeted them today and asked. And they said, oh, we're still looking into it. I mean, how hard can it be just to re-upload yeah. one show? Yeah. I mean, uh, they've even, they're even starting to like preview the next show without even, you know, if, if people don't live in a market that has it and they pay for a membership, I mean, yeah. not just for the TV show, but that's you know, it's a large chunk of what they pay for. And they've given him half a show. I mean, it's, I think it's pretty bad.
1: Mm, it did, took them a lot longer than it should have to fix it.
2: Well, I mean, they still haven't fixed it. And, I think you know, they like,
1: have. I think, like, the oh, past hour. So that's, like, two and a bit days later.
2: I mean, that's, yeah, it. I mean, it can't be that... It, basically, all I've got to do is re- re-upload the show. I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. Yeah, it's... it's you know it's pretty bad. I
1: mean, um, anyone who listened to RH cast a few weeks ago might have noticed a uh, uploaded version that shouldn't have been uploaded, but that was removed fixed within an hour. We don't take two days to fix dodgy uploads. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, John? that um Nuh-uh, no. no, hopefully no one heard that <laughs>
0: version that shouldn't have been uploaded. It was just like completely unedited just us.
1: Basically, yeah, there was a large chunk unedited, but we won't go into it because hopefully no one saw it. Oh,
0: wait, we have... You edit the show? Wait, wait, we don't edit anything, do we? (laughs) We're professional, do can
2: edit.
1: Anyway, (laughs) uh, Stephen, what did you think of the main event? How did it go?
2: Uh, I I thought it was a really good match. I mean, I think if you should... You know, if you get the chance to, to see it, you definitely should. Yeah,
1: I'm going to re-watch it tomorrow, I think, it was, it was,
2: I think it's probably one of my favourites of the uh, the main events so far. Mm. Um, yeah, but all four guys really got, you know, got going, and it was just, you know, it, I think it lasted about 15 minutes, and it was just, you know, hard-hitting. It was, everyone got their moves, and it was just, uh, yeah, it was just really good. And they, they really put over Michael Algin. Um, that's good. So I'm, I'm not sure if that sort of, you know, sort of, priming him up for winning Survivor of the Fitties maybe? That's what I was thinking when I was watching it because I mean at, at one point I think he I think he did oh, was it a, was it Samoan I think it was Samoan drop. He basically did it on both Edwards and Richards. <laughs> and um that sort of become his trademark yeah. doing one move on two guys at the same time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he got he got lots of uh, offence in. Roderick Strong didn't actually feature that much which I thought was a bit strange. No, it's,
1: it's strange.
2: Yeah, Algin seemed to be doing everything, really.
1: Um, Had um, Strongholdy wrestled on this taping against O'Reilly? Could that be why? Yeah, of... he
2: did, didn't he? That's yeah.
1: that's probably it. Yeah, that's
2: probably why. But That was a long match, so. Yeah, he didn't, I mean, he, he got, a f-, you know, a few moves in, but I think Algin more or less spent, I'd say, about 80% of the time in the ring. Yeah. Um, which wasn't bad, i say, because he really put the focus on him and, you know, that, and I know um, Nigel was sort of really putting him over as well. So. That's good. I, well, I,
0: could it have been Sorry. like a strong not wanting to be in the ring with either Richards or Edwards because he doesn't – because it kind of playing up on his character or how he doesn't really – he like wants to wind up them, but like I guess as a heel he doesn't want to be in there with them. Do you think that could have anything to do with it? Or am I just yeah, well, I, I, think, I, think that, I haven't seen yet?
2: Yeah, I think, <laughs> think that would be a logical explanation. But they didn't – I think if that was the case, I think the, the commentators would have really stressed it, wouldn't they? Like, oh, yeah. Roddy obviously doesn't want to be in there. He wants to wait for his chance or whatever. They didn't really mention that. So I'm, I'm guessing it was just because – you know, Roddy, had already wrestled, and he was. You know, they, they probably just wanted to give Elgin a bit more time in the ring to show off. Uh, you know how good is, really. Um, and the, the finish came actually. I've done. I've done a bit of research into this, and he used a dragon sleeper uh, submission hold on Elgin, uh, which apparently Dan Severn used as a finisher move when he was wrestling. Okay. So and that they actually was they referenced to it, saying that um oh we've never seen eddie use that move before i wonder if his trainers taught him that move basically ah um,
0: oh, that's pretty that's pretty cool
2: yeah and then he sort of rolled out the ring and algin was sort of not like he was sort of um unconscious well supposed to be unconscious and then Dave, <laughs> Davey sort of rolled on top of him and got the win
1: so i know me and john haven't seen it overall but up until the point i saw i was really enjoying this show i mean how was it overall? Was it? Uh, I'm guessing it was a lot better than last week because what I saw was.
2: Yeah, I think it was. I mean, apart from the that you know the the world's greatest tag team promo, mm. which you know didn't take that much of the the show. I thought it was really good. I mean, two really good tag team matches. the, the opener was, was brilliant. Um, you know the, the Kevin Steen segment was really good. So I think they they somehow summed it all up in about. About two or three minutes which I thought really was, well yeah yeah I, I thought it was really well done as john said that you know the video package is probably one of the best i've ever seen from ring of honor um so that's really uh re- really promising and uh, the main event was great as well so i'd probably say it was, it was up there with uh one of, you know the, my favorite show probably um uh, mm. so far
1: yeah i mean I, I haven't seen the main event obviously but i'm really enjoying it so far so i'm looking forward to seeing the um the main event
0: and I was liking it too, because I usually complain about like the back-to-back-to-back promo segments in the middle of the show, but these all, you know, had the purpose and were just flowing nicely from one to the next, so it wasn't bothering me at all. And I was mm. just disappointed that we didn't get the, the whole show up on uh, the site before, you know, just I guess apparently a couple of hours ago. I haven't, I haven't seat look or check, but I wasn't too happy about only getting half the show.
1: Yeah, it is. It is really bad customer service that.
2: Hmm. And then to, at, at the end of the match as well, I just remembered that um, Davy was sort of looking really sort of bewildered because I think he was sort of down and he didn't see the move Eddie put on uh, Algin, so he just basically crawled on top of Algin and got the win. And uh, yeah, and then Eddie was sort of looking smugly over at him in the uh, in the style of a Kevin Steen lawyer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was looking very smug at, uh, at Davey and that there was sort of like can kind the of, um, Kevin Kelly was saying that can they coexist and you know will the relationship be sort of hindered by this new move that Eddie's learnt? and even though so, he didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, even though he didn't see it, yeah, I'm sure he'll watch the uh, the replay.
1: I oh, know he won't because the the only half the show went up. Though. Yeah, no, Not even yeah. Davey can see
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, he probably hasn't even paid a ringside membership anyway. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so that wraps up the uh,
1: November 12th TV show. Uh, We'll be sure to do a recap of next week's as well.
2: Um, If we want to put it up.
1: Yes, hopefully they will, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're now going to preview Gloria Burner, which takes place on Saturday, November 19th, this weekend. Um, Last week, we previewed Survival of the Fittest, which takes place on Friday. And you can listen back to the podcast to hear our predictions and we, we allocate points to each matches as well. And um, we also encourage you to send in your own points uh, in your predictions. So you say who's going to win, how many confidence points you allocate that match. And we're going to try and keep a running leaderboard of all of the listeners and perhaps we'll give out a prize um, some point in the future. Um, I'm not going to try and explain it because I botched it last <laughs> week and started laughing. But uh, if you go on the website, there is an article, something like introduction to the points prediction or something like that that explains it. And hopefully us going through it now will sort of give you the gist of it and help you uh, make your own predictions.
2: So no, let's um, make sure you you include the points because I know we've got a couple of yes, submissions yeah that yeah just please had...
1: include the points because if you make a prediction right but don't give it any points you won't get any points so um, yeah please include the points um, so yeah we're just gonna run through the card we'll you know say what we expect who we think is gonna win and allocate our um, confidence points so um, we'll start off with the first match which is a four corner survival match between Adam Cole, Michael Elgin, Mike Bennett and Grizzly Redwood um i've given this two points to michael elgin here how about you guys
2: oh i've gone four points for mike bennett
0: i've gone one point for mike bennett
1: would you like to say you know why you think bennett in this one
2: um i don't think greaser edwards gonna win in no, no. <laughs> um i don't see adam cole winning either to be honest and then i think it's a yeah, it's Elgin against Bennett. I think Bennett needs some uh, momentum going into the going into final battle. Um
1: with his unannounced T V title match that
2: we Yeah, I'm sure Bennett <laughs> will sort of Bennett will sort of get the win over Grizzly Redwood, which won't harm Algin all. I'm sure him and I'm sure Algin will sort of completely dominate the match with his you know, his power. But I think mm-hmm. Bennett will get a cheap win maybe Algin will get some sort of move on Redwood and Bennett will sort of throw him out the ring and get a cheap win. Um yeah, I, I I kind of expect Bennett to win this, but I think him or Elgin have, you know, got uh, decent chances.
1: I could see Bennett sort of, like, leaving and sort of not wanting anything to do with Elgin, and then Elgin just sort of tearing house and just sort of getting the win that way, perhaps. Yeah, it's
2: definitely, yeah. Uh, because
1: Bennett then wouldn't it look happen, weak, yeah. and it'd sort of put over Elgin as well.
0: And I really couldn't decide between Bennett and Elgin, because I think they are the only two that really have a chance or any reason to win this match. Mm. And I just thought Bennett had more to gain than... uh. Elgin would lo- would lose by uh, not winning the match. Yeah. I just figured, and I just get figured that Bennett would probably pick up the pinfall on Grizzly Redwood, mm. but I wasn't confident enough, so I just gave it one point. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then we've got Jimmy Jacobs versus Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I think the undefeated streak is going to continue here, so I've gone five points to uh, Tommaso Ciampa. I can't see Jacobs ending the streak here. I think when the streak does end, it will be on either our pay per view or TV.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I've gone for the four seven for uh, Champer on that one. Um, yeah, they're, they're really hyping up the uh, the undefeated streak, and I think it could last for quite a while. And no, uh, you know, no disregard to Jimmy Jacobs, but I don't think he's going to be losing it to uh, you know, somebody of uh, Jacob's stature. And as you say, I, I reckon it'll probably be on an eye pay per view, maybe a title match even. So mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that you know, Champer's probably uh, he's good for people like us who are doing these sort of prediction leagues because he's sort of guaranteed. He needs to win every every
1: event. So easy points, yeah. He's, he's
2: a lock in, yeah, lock in for the seven points every time.
0: And John, yeah, well, now, since he says lock in for seven points, I went with Champa with five points.
2: Oh, Ooh. same as me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just I 99.9% sure he's gonna win this. No reason for him not to, I guess. Just that the uh, that Jacobs is with Steve Torino who's kind of been showing some kind of interest in and like Ciampa and like the younger wrestlers trying not to lead them down the, this path. I figured he might somehow get involved, but I doubt it though, but still, just just enough to make me only put five points on the line on this one.
1: We've then got Eddie Edwards versus Kyle O'Reilly, which I've gone for three points for Eddie Edwards, simply because with the huge title match coming up at final battle, I can't see um, O'Reilly getting the, um, the win here and Edwards losing, but it'll be similar to the match with Strong a couple of weeks ago where O'Reilly, you'll put on a great performance, but won't be able to get the victory. How about you, John?
0: Yeah, I agree. I went with Edwards with four points. I just think he needs like the, to be built up, and I think somebody like uh, like Call O'Reilly, David Richards, training partner would be is like a great person to you know have him go over like just kind of like yeah, I can beat Call O'Reilly, so that means I can beat you. Mm. And I think if he, I just think it would benefit him a lot going in that title match. So I went with four points.
2: I've gone for Eddie with five. I mean, I agree with what you two have said. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be losing to um, somebody like O'Rourke. I don't think he would be losing at all towards, you know, going into final battle. Yeah. Um, I think maybe at the end, it might be some sort of finish where, um, like the tag team match that they had recently, you might have, maybe you'll put like the Dragon Sleeper on and refuse to, you know, refuse to, let it go after after he's won or something like that, and then Davey will come and come down and like chase him off or something. And that could yeah. that could continue the feud as well. So yeah, I, th- I think def- definitely Eddie's, uh, Eddie's gonna win this one.
1: We've then got the Briscoes, which is the Young Bucks, which sounds really good. Um, I've given four points to the Briscoes. Same sort of logic as the previous match, just with the big Tar match coming up soon. Um, I can't see the Briscoes losing, but the Young Bucks are a team that you know might have a slight chance of winning, so I've just gone with the four points, which is sort of like a mid-range value there. Um, How about you, Stephen?
2: Yeah, I wasn't very confident on this one at all. Um, I mean, I did these pretty quickly, but when I was looking, I thought, yeah, I mean, the Briscoe should win, but... There's something in the back of my head saying the Bucks are going to try and you know are going to pull something off. I've gone for two points for the Briscoes, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not confident. I, you know, I wouldn't say I was confident in that one at all. Yeah. Um, you know, they used to say that the briscoes should win, and I think they will. But you know, if, I think the books are you know as we've said it, they've really come on. Um, they've really you know done well since their return. But I suppose as, as John stated, that, you know, that if they're not contracted then i doubt they'll be going over a top team like the briscoes um especially with the briscoes going into uh you know the final battle as well
0: yeah i gave i want briscoes with three points this should be a great match possibly if it wasn't for richards and generico later probably be like probably the best match of the night mm. but uh I, I just think the briscoes need like, are just going to continue winning up until final battle so i went with briscoes with three
1: uh, we've then got a proving match with the TV champion Jay Lethal against Roderick Strong. This one I really had no clue about because Roderick Strong's got the big open challenge coming up. But if he were to win, that means that he'd get a TV title shot and I think he's more world title scene than TV title. So I've gone just the one point, the lowest, um, lowest number of points to Jay Lethal here. How about you, John?
0: I actually went with Roderick Strong in two points. Uh, I'm not really sure why I, this is is, like, the one match that really gave me trouble predicting because, mm. like, like, Strong, like, I, he seems like the kind of person that would just be, beat somebody like uh, Jay Lethal, somebody who's, like, on Jay Lethal's level right now in Ring of Honor, not, not necessarily, like, talent-wise or anything, but, like, where he is on the card. Mm. He just seems like where Lethal is compared to where Roderick Strong is, Roderick Strong should win, but with the proving ground kind of threw me off, but... I just went with strong. Still, I think this you know set him up for a TV title match on the TV show, which would be a good you know television main event. And I just mm. think that'd be a good way to set that up going you know into the future.
2: Um, I've, I've got no idea really. <laughs> I've got I've gone one point with Jay Lethal, but I was trying to think of reasons for both guys to win. I can think of reasons for them to win and reasons for, for them to lose. And mm, I mean, really yeah, that Lethal you know going into if, you know, I know we could say but then the final battle I think, is he gonna lose, but then you think well, he, Roderick Strong, you know, he, you know, probably should win. Um but then as you said, it, it's you know, T V title I think he's higher or up the card than the T V title and then um you know, then I was thinking maybe Bennett will get involved, but why would Bennett sort of cause Lieber to lose and give somebody else a title shot? So
1: um, yeah it's so um, unless they do a time limit draw which would be really disappointing um, yeah, but then, I mean, but then strong, the strong would get yeah. the title shot then wouldn't he yeah
2: ma- yeah, maybe they'd do something like that um, yeah that's probably a, the most likely thing I'd say is like the time limit draw and then strong would sort of would get the title shot without Lethal picking up the loss um, but I mean, I'll stick with one point for Jay Lethal
0: we've then got
2: and, a we're going to say something John
0: did I say how many points I was given that one? I can't remember. Gave
1: two left. to Jay Lee. Oh, okay. oh no, no Roderick it. Strong, sorry.
0: Yeah, okay, I wasn't sure if I said
1: it or not.
2: Just to clear that up, if if Strong sort of lasts the is it fifteen minutes and gets at the title shot, does that count no. as a win? No, winner? he
1: didn't win the match. It was a draw, so no, no one to get okay. there there. Uh, we then got a, t- a tag team title match: Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team defend against the All Night Express. Um this is the title shot they're receiving after winning the um, Epic Ladder War Three at Death Before Dishonor. Uh, this is pretty obvious to me, anyway. I've gone six points rest in the greatest tag team. Um, I can't see a title changing hands at a untelevised event like this. So, um, what about you, Stephen? Uh,
2: I think I ran out of points, so I've only given it three points to
1: okay. the greatest
2: tag team. I think I, I mean I think Champer and Derry Richards are both luck really, and Eddie Edwards should win. So. Um... Yeah uh, maybe I should have gone with a few more points for that one. Um <laughs> I don't think uh you know,
1: I, it's too late I now you've said, yeah. you've said it
2: it's on the <laughs> podcast. I don't see uh ANX winning unfortunately. Um you know they're building up the wrestling creative tag team in the uh, Briscoes match so much that it'd be a bit silly for them to lose the title now so. Yeah. Even though I have said that I'm giving them just 3 points. <laughs>
1: I think um Orna Express might get the belts in 2012. I like I, I think Yeah, I think they definitely that should. Happening. Yeah um yeah, how many points have you given it john
0: okay, i gave went wrestling's greatest tag team and six points that's only because i'd already i uh i already have the uh, main event as seven points i'm going to spoil my prediction for that but
1: okay so we'll transition straight into that if you want um <laughs> david richards defends the uh world title against el generico and um, so john's gone seven points and so have i um I think I'd
0: say seven points. Which way, though? Uh-huh.
1: Oh, oh, oh <laughs> you all. this The suspense. this is surprised you all, Davy Richards. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't see Generico winning the world title um, just yet, and especially with with final battle coming up. Um, these sort of matches are easy points for us. So, um, Stephen, what are you giving it? Something silly like one point? Or something?
2: <laughs> no, I've given it six. I gave Campos seven. So okay. I've got me six for Richards. Like you said, uh, you know, I don't think there's any chance that Generico is going to win this one. I'm sure it'll be... I mean, that should be a brilliant match, though. Richard yeah. against Generico. Um, yeah, it should be a brilliant match, but I think Richard's is... Uh, guaranteed a yeah, week. Yeah, almost 100% guaranteed, I'd say. So, six, yeah, six points for that.
1: Uh, that wraps up the preview, Glory Burner, which happens uh, this weekend, Saturday, November 19th. Uh, we're now going to do the latest Ring of Honor news from the past week. Uh, you can find this all the time at rohworld.com. uh the first bit of news is that we've got a huge exclusive interview up on the website with uh, Ring of Honor legend Nigel McGuinness. Uh, we're very appreciative. He took some uh, took some time out and uh, did some answer some quick questions for us. So you can find that um, interview up on the website. It's a good read. Um, Stephen did that with Nigel uh, earlier this week.
2: Yeah, really nice guy, and uh, yeah, quite interesting from uh, you know what he said as well. So uh, mm, yeah,
1: yeah. Give, it, give it a read. I mean, he does talk about the possibility of a. Uh, the return but it might not be the response you expect so um i'll leave you to go and read the interview i think well no i don't (laughs) know a
2: teaser teaser
1: yeah teaser yeah we've also been announced as the uh, official website of tj perkins has been revealed um why is this on our podcast well it's because it's part of our website
2: um
1: (laughs) if you go to tjp.rh.com uh you get the official website of him. There's photos on there. There's an event schedule and links to all his uh, all of his Twitter and Facebook things and false ring etc.
2: And a so brilliantly be... written bio as well.
1: Oh yes, uh, I think uh, Stephen wrote that. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good website. Uh, really okay. appreciative that TJP has you know supported me and uh, helping me create it. So uh, yeah, be sure to check out the site and um, sending some feedback. Also been announced for Survival of the Fittest is uh, Steve Carino versus El Generico. Um, we didn't have chance to preview this last week, so I'm not sure if we need to redo our predictions or update them or something. But um, who do you guys think is gonna win this match? I'll go with uh, Stephen first.
2: I didn't we had chance to predict it last week because it was announced about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, who, who do
1: you think gonna win? We won't do the points, but
2: um... Um, I'd probably say Generico. Just off the top of my head. I mean, I, th- I think it's quite interesting to you know going into it how you know Karina basically doesn't want to wrestle him and. Um, yeah, it's quite an interesting uh, sort of way to go into the match. But mm. I- I'd expect Generico to win, to be honest, just because I think he needs to win. And
1: because he'll have uh, his title match the day after as well, won't he? So
2: yeah, m- m- maybe Karina will sort of I don't know. Maybe he'll go for an underhanded tactic and then sort of realise and dwell too much on it and sort of and yeah, then, then get caught with some and get a brainbuster or something.
0: Mm. And John. Yeah, I think Generico's going to win. It'd be like the final. Because like, they're supposed to have the match at uh, Death Before Dishonor, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Mm, and I Jimmy think... Jacobs uh, replaced Karina
0: there. Yeah, I think this would be like the final nail in that feud just to kind of completely blow it off until until uh, Steen comes back and maybe reopens some of what happened in the past. Mm. But I think Generico's going to win. Yeah. That's probably the fittest.
1: Uh, the last bit of news from the past week is that Eddie Edwards' trainer for um, Final Battle was announced on the website. Um, I thought it's a bit strange how they sort of built it up on TV the past couple of weeks and then just went, oh, it's just this guy on the website. I, th- I would have liked him to suddenly show up at the arena or something. I would have preferred that. Do you guys agree with that? Or?
2: The thing is, I think if he'd have shown up to the arena, people would have gone, who's this guy?
1: Well, I had that from reading the article, to be <laughs> honest. But um,
2: anyway... It's not 100% confirmed because... Eddie's answering Ring of Honor officials' you know phone call.
1: Oh, so there's a rumor. Have we turned into a dirt sheet now? We?
2: <laughs> no, well, they put it on their website, so technically, Ring of Honor have turned into a dirt sheet.
0: Okay.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Eddie's trainer has been revealed as Dan the Beast Seven. Um, Stephen, why don't you explain <laughs> who this who this person is?
2: <laughs> oh, thanks.
1: <laughs> oh, John, any of you share um, some thoughts and insight? I understand you he did he's... some uh, research about his Royal Rumble <laughs> history.
2: Yes,
0: uh, Dan Severn actually competed in the WWE uh, on top of his uh, outstanding MMA career, and uh, where he's had what a hundred has what a hundred wins in the. has yeah, a hundred wins 100.
2: from 125 matches. Whoa, that's I mean, just ridiculous. How? <laughs> how does somebody I
0: mean, have that many fights But I don't
2: know because I mean you look at some of the guys now I mean I don't follow UFC that much but I mean someone like GSP I mean how many wins does he have about 12, 13 maybe 15 I don't really know but I mean 15 wins for a UFC guy now is sort of quite good and then yeah for someone to have 100 wins that's crazy, that's incredible and 60 of them are by submission huh. I mean so maybe Eddie's doing the right thing copying his submission move
0: yeah, uh, he actually Severn, appeared in the what was then the WWF, like WWE now of course, like when they brought in the like Ken Shamrock. He came in around the same time, and he actually like feuded people like Owen Hart, and he actually feuded with Ken Shamrock, and he actually appeared in the uh, 1999 Royal Rumble, and he had a, a decent outing, I would say. Actually, I wouldn't say that at all. I'd say the complete opposite <laughs> of decent outing. He lasted nearly six minutes in the 1999 Royal Ooh. Rumble before being eliminated. By Mabel
2: Mabel yeah. is also Viscera and also Big Daddy V. Yes.
0: The world's largest love machine, that's right <laughs>
1: Yeah, perhaps he shouldn't ask for any of them
2: <laughs> Nice way to put him over John
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh dear, I don't, I don't think we'll be hearing the commentators mention his Royal Rumble appearance but Hopefully he won't train him for any Battle Royals soon or anything like that
2: Oh, there is a battle. When's the battle royal? It's uh,
1: <laughs> Northern Aggression. Hopefully you won't listen to oh. Seven for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's one match that you shouldn't take of our I think that can confirm that M- Mabel... <laughs> <laughs> so we know Eddie Edwards can't win that. the royal, maybe, yeah, battle royal, maybe, then. Maybe Davey will bring in Mabel if he, as his trainer. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. So oh. The one thing how I don't do you, really get... How do you do you? Yeah, the one thing I don't really get about the, the whole announcement is that David was like, I can't believe he's gone behind my back and done this. I mean, unless Dan Seven secretly de- David Richards is his father. Well, I don't really understand how he's gone behind his back. <laughs> and it was, it's not like David Richards has
0: his own training partners or anything, right?
1: <laughs> not like he has a whole team or anything to train
2: with. I, I don't, yeah, I didn't really understand that, that comment. So. I mean, I don't know if it's because oh, he went and trained with someone and I mean, should he tell him everything? I, I
1: don't know. Davey obviously thinks so. Yeah.
2: yeah, that that was that was a strange one. I, um, I was
1: a bit disappointed because I was expecting this to be sort of built up to final battle, and then it re- revealed as someone like Steen or Hagedorn or someone like the brutal Bob. But then it was just I don't know. I was a bit disappointed. Did you guys get that as well? Or?
0: Yeah, it seems yeah. That they, they would have waited to reveal it until like everybody was just talked about who is it. Like it had him like tease different moves and like that people are like known for and just have them think, okay, it could be this guy or it could be that guy and then reveal it. <laughs> what well, a backfire it?
1: that'd be who turn out just to be that guy.
0: Yeah. Well, I
1: suppose that like, perhaps that's why they did announce it this way, because if they would have got too much hype it would have been such a big letdown. It, yeah. I, mean, I, do
0: hope, I do hope Eddie Edwards grows him a Dan Severn mustache though. That'd be interesting.
1: <laughs> Well, it is Movember, so perhaps you can
2: support that and uh,
0: <laughs> mustache.
2: You know what he could have done? Edwards could have used the big splash. Everyone would have thought it was Mabel. And that would have been a massive swerve to reveal it as Dan Severn.
0: Everybody thought it was Dan Severn's uh, like, biggest rival. Like, oh, I can't believe it. It's Dan Severn. Bad oh, God, King. Oh, I think we should move on. Um,
1: to, to a very unprofessional <laughs> podcast. We do apologise.
2: One one little interesting note, actually, that Seven uh, was NWA World Champion in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And obviously, Jim Cornette owned and booked Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So obviously, Jim Cornette knows him from back then. So that's probably part of the reason why they brought him in, because Uh, it's probably still friends with him. him. Mm. The the, the one thing I was just wondering about this one was that I'm not sure. I mean, I know that they go quite heavy on the MMA stuff, but I think they're going a bit too too far with it because they
1: are yeah i agree with that i mean
2: I, I i don't mind the whole referee stoppages i mean i think that adds to the realism of you know matches but i think if they start introducing these like knockouts and you know and things, mma
1: trainers and yeah just, I, just, I, think, I think
2: i think yeah i mean if people want to watch mma they'll watch ufc i mean i don't think you should start copying them i mean yeah. i know it's always said that you know we we should start taking things from mma and as i said referee stoppages that you know that's realistic yeah put it in but I hope Ring of Honor don't start, you know, start sort of getting too seriously into too MMA stuff.
1: Into it, yeah.
2: just, I, mean, I always thought it'd be interesting to have, like, the different... how, like,
0: it, MMA people have, like, the different fight camps. And I guess, you know, kind of like Team Richards, but I guess it's not really working out as I thought it would, and I guess how Ring of Honor thought it would. So I just wish they'd keep, like, the MMA influence to how, like, matches end with, like, maybe you know, surprise knockouts or referee stoppages and stuff like that. I just don't want them to get too involved it's because i've seen complaints about people about ring of honor who are trying to get into it and they just say it's basically just kickboxing is all it is and i just don't want them to get too far into that area and just forget, completely forget that it is a wrestling company and they don't need to have wrestling and mm. it, it i just hope they kind of tone it down or just don't go any any farther with yeah it'll be MMA.
1: interesting to see the final battle match and see how far they do take the whole mma type thing
2: yeah, I mean, I think it works with just Davey because, I mean, I like the way they sort of stress, you know, how he trains in all these different sort of martial arts and how he destroys to be the best. But I hope they don't start doing it for every single guy on the roster. Like Grizzly Redwood is starting to do judo. It's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who is think, his trainer? Who is his military
2: trainer? <laughs> it's Brutal Bob. Brutal
0: <laughs> Oh, honestly, I had been. wouldn't mind them bringing Steven Seagal in to be the uh, <laughs> trainer. <laughs> Because uh, he's been, like, in, in UFC, he's been, like, in the corner of, like, a lot of fighters recently, and they all have the craziest knockouts, and they all say, like, he's the reason, like, they've been able to knock people out, so it would have been so awesome to have Steven Seagal in <laughs> Eddie Edwards' corner.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if Davy, because I know Davey's sort of got a new train now, isn't he? And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in Ken Shamrock. I mean, that would just be ridiculous. <laughs> No, I really
1: hope they... Surely they... No, I can't see that happening.
2: No, I don't think they will, but, I mean, that... Because, basically, Shamrock is basically a younger Seven without the (laughs) mustache. I mean, wrestler turned MMA fighter turned back to sort of wrestler slash manager or whatever.
0: Mm. And Seven and Shamrock, I guess, were like huge rivals back in the day, and it would kind of make sense, I guess, but...
2: I don't want to see that. No, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone does. I mean, it's interesting how. I mean, will he just appear at final battle? I hope,
1: I don't want stuff. to see him to be honest. I don't think he'll add <laughs> anything to the match. <laughs>
2: That's a bit harsh. <laughs> I really I, <laughs>
1: might just be me, but I just don't think he'd add anything. Just let Davey and Eddie go at it, and it'll just but be great. I think maybe a bit
2: C just to like do do all this, and then not maybe have him just like in the corner. But but it'll be distracting, and I mean, what's he going to do? Interfere? I mean, no, I don't think interfere. But maybe even just like. Going into the ring, and when the match starts, he can go to the back or something. I don't know. I think if they're, they're go into this much trouble to hype it all up, I think they should at least have him appear or even do like one of the video was or something before the event just to say, you know, maybe he's brilliant, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Because
2: uh, I thought that the trainer, I was thinking for the,
0: since like I heard it before I so saw who it was, I thought it was going to be a, I can't ever remember his, like, which way is it? Co- Tony Cozina? Tony. Yeah. Yeah, from Team Richards. I thought, you know, just having him go over to train with Eddie would, you know, add the spark for the feud, but I guess, I don't know. He didn't have
1: a mustache, so he wasn't
0: eligible.
2: It just, yeah, it's just really, really strange. I mean, I doubt they just sat down and thought, hmm, who should we have as the trainer? I know, Dan Seven. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: just (laughs) so random, yeah. I know,
2: it's it's just, it could go anywhere. I mean,. I don't know if it's going to be good. If it's going to be bad, it could. It has the possibility to be awful. So yeah, that's, I really I, hope not. I think but, we should give them the benefit of the doubt at the moment, but and see I think where it goes. The yes. best possible scenario will be okay. That made, that made sense. Thanks, and leave it at that. Mm. And the worst part, case scenario could be, oh my God, why is Mabel doing this? <laughs>
0: worst case scenario, Mabel and uh and Severn Headline final battle
2: two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anyone wants
1: to see that. Okay, so that wraps up the uh, latest news from the past week. <laughs> I
2: think we went on way too long about
1: hand seven there. Uh we might have to edit that out, who knows? It might just be a long bleep. We like don't that South do Park. editing, but
2: I'll tell you. Okay. We need to Okay. <laughs> it might be bleep like
1: that South Park episode, I don't know. But anyway, let's get on to the uh, listener topics which people send in to us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can do that at RH underscore world on Twitter and facebook.com slash rohworld and once again steven has the list of the uh topics and
2: questions mm, unfortunately we've we've ruined the first one from that curbside hero who says what the hell is going on with this trainer beef maybe they will explain it to the of the fitted um but yeah i think we talked uh, enough
1: <laughs> about seven i think that'll be, <laughs> be the title of the podcast or something <laughs>
0: We did not mention Severn, right? I can't remember if we talked about him or not.
1: <laughs> did you mention Mabel enough times at the Royal Rumble? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't have to pay him royalties because we're going to be <laughs> skint by the end of this.
1: Um, okay, so um, what's the next elsewhere question? We
2: have, at the Harrison 101, he says, if you had to make a Survivor Series-esque team using only Ring of Honor talent, who would you choose? That's Ooh, a tough one. So,
1: like, five That's... guys to represent Ring of Honor? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I guess so. Against... What about, like, Ring of Honor versus Ring of Honor? Like, something like that.
2: Like, like
1: 5v5, what, heels and faces or something? Or are we talking, like, a Team ROH versus some sort of Team WWE or what?
2: Yeah, we'll say Team Uh, ROH against Team, I don't know, Team somebody else. I'd
1: I'd like the uh,
0: heels versus faces. We could do both. Okay.
1: Uh, Okay, then, right. (laughs) For, like, what, like a super team of five, it'd probably be Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, Roderick Strong, and... J. Lethal.
2: Mm, that's pretty
1: pretty and strong. One more you need to have the five, I think. Um
2: This isn't good, is it?
1: <laughs> Any
2: thoughts guys apart from my, my five would have to be Grizzly Redwood, um Andy Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Mr Mr. Ernesto Osiris. Um Brutal making his comeback. Yeah, it had the five
0: like like from Ring of Honor against people not from Ring of Honor. It had to be like Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, Ed, El Generico, and maybe, maybe Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal.
1: That's five, isn't it? That'd be a good uh, a good team, I think.
0: Yeah. Now, I I think be pretty good. And now, if like Ring of Honor decided to run like a uh, survive or uh, Survivor Series type show, which two all Ring of Honor teams, would you create like a heel versus face? It'd have to
1: be Team Richards and Team Strong, I think. Yeah, that's what Team I was Steen? Yeah.
2: Team Steen, maybe? Yeah, Team Richards against Team Steen. That'd be interesting.
1: Okay, so who would... Uh, what for? So Who would
2: be on Steen's
0: team then?
2: <laughs> Steen's team. Cham- Champer, Bennett, Strong, Elgin.
1: That's it. That's your five, isn't it? Oh,
2: yeah, it's four other guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Richards would have Generico, Lethal, Edwards... And... And Benjamin. No, have, you can't just have one or the other. You've got TJP. And TJP, yes, TJP, there you go. So there's our um, awfully booked Survivor yeah. Series predictions there. Perhaps <laughs> we know. would have had more time to think of that properly and do some analysis, but yeah. Um, thanks for the topic anyway. Perhaps we could do that another time again.
2: Yeah, maybe we shouldn't ask for topics so close to the, the show, so we can have a think about. Them. <laughs> yeah, we
1: literally asked for these five minutes <laughs> before. It's probably
2: our fault, really. But uh, next, what's, what, go, go on. This next one's from at ht uk. He says, "Just thought I'd say that Harry's terrible host."
1: Uh, I believe you written this tweet <laughs> incorrect. This is from uh, uh, a very close friend of mine. Yes, um, I believe if you'd uh, like to read his tweet correctly.
2: Oh no, this is the only one I have down. Um, must have been lost in translation. Does he not have a question? Uh, <laughs> he does. He says, "Also, do you see brutal Bob winning the World Cup in 2012?" I think, um, to sort of paraphrase Kevin Kelly, if Brutal Bob improves as much in 2005 as he has in 2011, I think he'll take over the world.
0: Yeah, I don't see how he won't be the... Uh... <laughs> I mean, especially if, just, if he gets Dan Severn as his trainer. Just imagine <laughs> Dan Severn training a trainer. Just imagine the possibilities there.
1: I think we'll have to uh, look forward to his <laughs> total reign. <laughs>
0: I mean, he'll just just get cigars for everybody if he's world champion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the uh, next question, Stephen? Um, at Joe Dittmar, he says, well, "What do you think the future holds for Al Generico?" He's kind of he's been kind of absent since the True feud and the TV title loss.
0: Yeah, he has been.
2: He's yeah, awesome lost a show. lot of momentum. Um. This is
1: another tough one, isn't it? <laughs> I'd like to see him become TV champion again because we talked about this before. His title reign, just you know, he lost on his first defense and didn't really even, even get to be shown on TV as the champ. Yeah,
2: he lost so much that momentum that really... after that
1: huge win against Steen. It just it...
2: yeah, that, that put him back quite quite a bit. I think the TV title lost. Um... I think uh, this.
0: I just really thought this is probably gonna be like a horrible booking idea, but let's hear me out on this. Yes, another one. Um, like Eddie, Ed, like Eddie Edwards turns on a davy richards like he's doing and then like that could set up a feud like in 2012 between eddie and uh, generico because generico gets mad that somebody turns on their friend like he got turned on and he goes after eddie for being a bad person i don't know just i literally just thought of that 25 seconds ago
1: it could, it could work yeah it's better than dan seven storylines so <laughs> um yeah i like that'd be a good match and a good way to sort of build him up and especially if you got a huge win against edwards so I'd like mm. to see him getting involved in uh, the TV title scene more and become, you know, get the title some point in 2012.
2: I think he's probably not doing much at the moment because I think he's going to be involved in the Kevin Steen comeback in some way. I'm not really sure how because...
1: Yeah, I'm I don't sure know if, if he should be because after that match yeah. of battle... I'm not, should... I'm
2: not sure they'll have a match. I mean, I know Steen has said that he's going to sort of... I know never, end,
1: never ending up. yeah.
2: Night. I, mean, I, d- I don't know what they're going to do with that because, as you said, I mean, I don't know if they can do another match after that final battle one. Um, mm. I mean, it was just so good. I don't think they should start start that over again. Um, but yeah, what, what John said that that sounds uh, that, that doesn't sound too bad. The next uh, Vince Russo here. <laughs> What's the uh, next question? Um, from at 2 he says. Thoughts on Roderick Strong's challenge at final battle. Do you think it'll be a match with someone outside of Ring of Honor?
1: I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'd like to see. I think John said someone from New Japan because of, they mentioned how Davies, you know, wrestling a lot over there competing. But um, I originally thought it would be Nigel McGuinness, but it looks like he's probably not going to be wrestling again in Ring of Honor, unfortunately. Um, on the roster itself, I'm not sure who I'd pick. I think it would have to be an outsider, to be honest. What about not, you?
2: So yeah, um, yeah. Someone from New Japan that would make sense. Maybe like Davey could bring somebody over. Like this, I don't know. This is the most recommended guy from New Japan. Who, if you get, you know, if you get through him, you can have a shot at me, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who they'd pick, but, but yeah, that would be I, interesting.
0: I, I, I haven't. It could be because David Richards right right now is the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion alongside uh, his if partner you, Rocky Romero. They could bring Rocky Romero back. Yeah.
1: yeah. Did, oh yeah, tagged, yeah. But I, I definitely think it is going to be an outsider, just the way they um, first, first announced the um, challenge, just made made it sound like it is going to be someone from outside Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah, as you say, when you look at the roster, I don't think there's anybody really that that they could pick, you know, using that match and it, it be worthy of the build up and yeah. get people, you know, interested. Mm. I mean. I suppose the only person I can think of where he's delirious, but I don't know if that's—I don't know if they'd, they'd go with that, to be honest. Especially after you they know, he cancelled the match with Champ. Yeah, I think he, he'll probably—if he's going to come back, his first match will probably be against Champ because of the yeah, the cancelled one.
1: Okay, so uh, what's the um, next question?
2: The next one is from Facebook. This is from Alex. I'm going to stick with Alex um, from Athens, in Greece. Oh wow. Um, yeah, we've got international fans. That's good. Uh, he says, do you think Kevin Steen is capable of holding the world title?
1: I would say yes, just because he's sort of the biggest thing in indie wrestling right now. Um, over the past sort of year, he'll show up at a Ring of Honor show for like 30 seconds, and everyone will be talking about him the day after. That's what everyone leaves the paper you're thinking about, talking about on forums. So he's got so much momentum behind him. I think he'll definitely get the belt at some point in 2012. How about you, Steven?
2: Yeah, I think he's he's definitely going to get the title at some stage. I mean, I think he's definitely more than capable of uh, of holding it. I think he'd be a, you know be a brilliant champion. I think that like you'd have for lots of uh, lots of enemies, which would make it easy to uh, get decent title defenses out of him as well. So
1: yeah, it'd open up the world title scene a bit. Exp- yeah, definitely. create a lot more possibilities for uh, title matches and things. So mm. how
2: there about you, John? John?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's more than capable of holding the title. Like he is, you know, one of the hottest uh properties, I guess, on the uh independent circuit. And it would just seem weird for him not to have the title, especially with all the build he's been getting, despite only being on what, three shows this year for maybe a grand total of four minutes.
1: Yeah, something and, like that.
0: And like, he is like that like the day after the show, he is what everybody talks about, like you said. Mm. And maybe you know, people mention the like oh you see like you see the title match yeah but you see what stein did like it's just so much more excitement about like what he's doing yeah and i just think he's got so much momentum so much build behind him he has to have the title in 2012 he it would just be a shame and like just a big big mistake not to have him win the title in 2012
1: do you think he'll be the one to um end Davies reign as champion
0: i i think so yeah
1: john uh steven sorry
2: uh it's tough um I'd I'd say yeah because I think I think Richards will hold the belt for for quite some time yeah um mm. so I don't I mean they're not very ring Runner aren't that keen on giving you know giving people you know their second title reign so that's I'd just, true yeah, I yeah. I'd, I'd, I mean I'd say yeah I think I'd say Kevin Steen to be the next champion I, mean, I don't know when uh, so
1: anniversary I think, next year final battle um, um, some point
2: next year definitely. Yeah, I think, I think 10th anniversary but maybe is a, a bit too soon. I, I think Richards is going to be in for quite a long time range. So, yeah, I, I, next year's final battle, I, I'll, I'll probably probably guess at that, really. This one is, the last one is from at Denim Dave World. I'm not sure if he's got a, a site that's rivaling Ring I hope not.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, I hope not. I'm sure that he'd get thousands and thousands of views on that one. Um <laughs> He says, uh, if you could pick one former wrestler from Ring of Honor to return to the company, who would you choose and why? That's another tough one. Yeah. um, I
1: would go... I was going to say AJ Styles, but then I remembered Punk as well.
2: Yeah, I'll go go AJ
1: Styles, just because I've been a huge fan of his for a long time. um, And I think TNA just... Have no, I don't. I don't want to get into how much I hate T N A, but they don't know what to do with him. So I'd love to see him come back to Ring of Honor. You know, he's not getting any younger. So I'd love to see him have a great, like you know, run in Ring of Honor, and um, before he moves on to bigger things, maybe W W E. Who knows? But A J Styles would be the one guy I'd
2: want back out of all of them. Now, let's let's change it into two questions then. Which guy would you out of anybody would you like back? And which guy realistically would you like back? Because I, I don't think there's really any chance of Styles going back.
1: Okay, I'll have a think about realistically, but how about you two with your just sort of anyone? Like I've got AJ. How about John?
2: Any, anyone,
0: <laughs> I'll go with uh anyone. I'll go either. It's hardest not to go with CM Punk, but I'll uh I'll go with uh Brian Danielson. He just always put on those great matches, and he just he like pretty much epitomized what Ring of Honor was from you know 2002 up until. He left in 2009. When you thought of Ring of Honor, he was one of the first people you thought of. And I just think he'd be great to be back in the company and provide those great matches.
2: Yeah, I think if I, I, think if I could pick anyone, he's similar to Styles in the way he's just sort of been ruined by TNA. I've got to Samoa Joe. Um, really loved his Ring of Honor run. I loved his early TNA run as well, but they, then yeah. they just sort of ruined him. But yeah, so yeah. Some of the matches he had in Ring of Honor, especially with the the pure title as well. I mean, that really got me into the uh, pure title. His his uh, run, especially his matches against JD, thought they were really good as well. So, oh yeah, I'd love to see Joe back. I think he'd have some great matches with some of the uh, some of the guys on the roster at the moment. Okay, so realistically, then, Harry. So, so
1: realistically, so we can't have anyone sort of under contract with sort of TNA or anyone. No,
2: like nobody that. in TNA, or WWE really. So anybody? Loki. Can... I don't. I'm not too yes. sure
1: who he's. What he's doing these days to be honest um, I'd love to see him come back um, I think WWE dropped the ball with him big time because he's he's fantastic in the ring and so did TNA by releasing him in the first place but I'd love to see him come back
0: and I'm, I'm going to go with somebody I don't think people are going to really mention I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston he's just a uh, great promo guy and it really just gets you built up for the matches and gets you really invested in the matches and he's really good in the ring as well and I just think Eddie Kingston, uh, his feud with Chris Hero back a couple years ago was a great, great, great feud But it ended with that crazy match at Final Battle 2009, I believe, with the uh, Fight Without Honor. And mm. I just think he, after that, he just, they didn't really know what to do with somebody like him. And I think if given him a chance, he would be, a, he'd, he'd come across really well on the TV show, I think, with his emotional promos and just how... He portrays his character and like who he is. I think it'd just be, I think Eddie Kingston would just be a great uh, person to have returned to the company.
2: I know he recently. Well, I think the other day he won the Shikara Championship, didn't he? I don't. Is it a championship or?
0: Yeah, he, I don't
2: yeah. Won he had that had that or Grand Championship. Yeah. Did
0: y'all actually see? You can edit this out, but did y'all see his promo he did before winning the championship, like the uh to build up the match? No, I didn't. No. Because it might be the, like one of the best promos I have literally ever. Seen. If it wasn't for like CM Punk's like awesome, you know, June and July from WWE, it'd easily be like the promo of the year by far. It was <laughs> like I seriously I've never like been like that into a promo other than like CM Punk ever. It was that good.
2: Was it? Was it better still than Mike Mondo's promo? <laughs>
0: oh god I, I can't honestly say that I, I Mike Mondo somehow slipped my mind
1: <laughs> how about you if, uh Stephen, who's your
2: sort of realistic pick um I think realistically I'd probably go for Kenny Omega um I, I always really enjoyed him uh I loved, I loved his matches I think his gimmick was really really fun and I think I think he'd come over quite well on the tv show I mean I think he's another one he's sort of I won't say a comedy character, but he's sort of a sort of a fun style character. Um, but yeah, he's, some of the matches he had were brilliant. So um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Kenny Omega.
1: Um, I've actually just realised that Low Key was in TNA only this year. I can't remember if he is permanently there. Was it a
2: no, one off appearance? No. It was a one-off. One-off. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah they brought up. Brought back all the old exhibition guys, didn't they, for like one oh, night? or whatever Okay. Yeah, I'll keep. And my they, pickers and they at... tricked
0: me into and they tricked me into actually paying for a show.
2: <laughs> they brought back the good, the good wrestlers for one night and then got rid of them. <laughs> and uh, then they realised they had to still pay Hulk Hogan's salary, so they had to get rid of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll keep my pickers low key then if he's not signed with TNA.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's still doing indie booking, so I'm surprised he hasn't. Uh, you know, they haven't. I'm sure they tried to bring him back. I don't know why he hasn't come back. I mean, I'm not really sure. If he's, uh, you know, sort of close to signing with somebody or... Because another one, he's Chris Hero. He's sort of... He's doing indie shows again there. So, I mean, I don't know if... Like that, you know, like um, Brian, he's sort of waiting for his physical to come back because I know... Yeah, Rick I'm wrestling, been there for
1: quite a while, wrestling right? road diaries. Um, took a while for Brian Danielson yeah. to get into WWE. So, perhaps Chris Hero is having similar sort of delays. So.
2: Hmm. I mean, I don't know if... I mean, I think if he's you know if he's out there, he should definitely come back. I mean, he's the sort of guy who could just walk straight into a world title match. Yeah. He's just that good. Yeah. So. Um, Is that the last question then for this week? Yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's all this week. Okay.
1: Uh, well, thank you for joining us and listening to the show. Um, we really appreciate any feedback you can give us. So you can do that by emailing us um, contact at rhworld com. Uh, you can tweet us at rh underscore world. All right, on our Facebook wall, which is facebook.com slash ROHWorld. Um, and be sure to send in your predictions and points for Gloria, Bionna, and Survival of the Fittest. Um, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me this week. No problem. It's
0: nice to finally be here again.
1: Yeah, once again, your return. Um, hopefully you'll both be here next week, especially you, John. Can't have another... I, can't make, I
0: can't make any promises. I'm a busy man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you again for joining us, and we will see you all next week.
2: Denim Dave wants to know what are your thoughts on Mabel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we can't have this. We cannot have that. <laughs>